Last time on Roll Gay Role Play. So you're in Cobalt City. You learned that there is a big protest going on. We have heard around the way that there is a black dragon right around the corner from here. And it's keeping the miners from doing their work. And we just wanted to know if you needed a, a team of strong individuals such as ourselves to go and handle this business for you. Uh, if you if you think you're capable, but that, that thing's crazy tough. It, it happened so fast. We felt a rumble. And then the wall of the mine just broke open and a huge wave of water crushed in. Four of them got covered in acid, just melted away in seconds. Yikes. Well, it can definitely be us. Uh, We are more than capable of saving your town and saving the mines from the Black Dragon. Are, Are you sure? That seems like a death sentence. Or absolutely. We are very strong individuals. This is a really powerful dragon. I know. And I am slightly confident that I'm going to take one of you with me. No. You wouldn't do it, you coward. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Also, the fairy godmother is just kind of all over the place, and we don't know what she wants, right? We know what she wants. She wants to turn everyone into cookies. She wants to save her people from the disappearances in the woods in the ruling classes not having it. She wants to save her people from not being cookies. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, now available on Cameo. Oh, self-plug, self-plug. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah, well, it will be by the time this comes out, yes. Nice. Hi, my name is Katie, and I play Cherry Chapo, and I am going to go work a second job so I can afford Chris's Cameo. <laughs> my name is Brandon, I play Humphrey Evan After, and uh, I'm not available on, on Cameo. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm Tisha, and I play Edith Wins Thereafter. And, you know, there are people who make their living on Cameo. Uh, What's that one uh, governor of Illinois that went to prison and got pardoned by Trump? Blagojevich. Yeah, you're in good company. And if that doesn't work out, you could, like, sell your feet pics on Instagram, like me. Yep, fine with that, too. Self-plug. Self-plug. Butler? My name is oh butt plug. That's extra. That. A lot extra. Because that's okay. Anyway, my name is Janet Miss Jackson. If you're nasty, and I am not a smooth criminal because that's my brother Michael. You get it? Anyone? Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so we have a question today. Um, it's more so of a game, if you will. Yeah, we are doing a game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're all going to be um, the Supreme Court of queer folk. And we are deciding if it's cheating or not. So here's the God. first one. Um, do y'all want to? Do- <laughs> before before we say this, we are not we are not telling relationship advice. We're just saying what we believe on this. We understand you believe what you want, but I we're gonna have some really strong feelings here, and I think we might yell over each other a couple times. But <laughs> no, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Also, for <laughs> anyone in this cast who's currently in a relationship, this is a joke. We're just kidding. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you hear that, babe? I love you so much. <laughs> um, so I'll oh. begin with question number yes. one: Is it cheating to kiss someone else on the lips? 
And I will go first by personally saying it's a little vague because when I was a like cheating, uh, whenever I go out with my gays and we are all out, like we kiss each other on the cheeks, we kiss each other on the lips. And it's just like how we like communicate. I have very touchy, frilly gay friends. And I never thought I don't think it's cheating. And I've like done this in front of my boyfriend. So like he's seen it, you know. So I don't think it's kissing because, as Brandon said earlier, um, my heart's not in it. Like, they're, they're my girls, not not the man that I'm having sex with and loving. I don't think it's cheating. Yeah. So it's like when straight girls go out and just kiss, kiss other straight yeah. girls. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. going to say, I feel the same way. I think that there is a little bit of a line. Like, if you've had a conversation with your partner about specific people, you know, there's maybe some history there or there are current feelings that are not necessarily reciprocated by you, but there is obvious feelings of somebody else. Like, you know, Jonathan, if you had uh, a buddy who has made advances at you or who has maybe not exactly respected your partner in a way and you kiss them on the lips, yeah, that that might be... If me as your partner, I would be a little iffy about that. You know, okay, here, 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 here. We can, we can make this question a little more delicious. So, especially like in this in the in the gay scene in Houston, like it's kind of small. So, like, there's a good chance you slept with someone that your partner slept with. As a matter of fact, me mm-hmm. and my partner have slept with. I slept with three of my partner's exes. Oh yikes! Didn't even know. But I like I would. Do you consider if it's someone that you have slept with, but y'all are just friends now? Is that cheating if you kiss them on the lips? Because I think it is. I do too, a little bit. But it's all subjective. It's it's communication based, like Tisha said. Yeah. It's what you guys mm-hmm. have discussed and are okay with. And I'm not okay with that. Yeah. If if I've met your buddy that you had slept with before, or had a sexual relationship with before, or had even dated before, and I feel the vibe or whatever, and I'm not concerned about it like if you're gonna cheat on me you're gonna cheat on me I don't think that you being buddies with your ex or giving them a peck on the lips like you do your other buddies right. is gonna change that you you ain't lying like if you stick your tongue in their mouth while you're giving them the peck on the lips then yeah I might be a little bit pissed off at you but you know that's your decision and I can only control my reaction to it you know what you, you're right I don't think it's cheating I think it's disrespectful it's disrespectful that's fair yeah that can be, I think that's fair. And obviously, I think we're talking in a in a more monogamous relationship is where we're asking these questions. Mm-hmm. There's right. more right. to your relationship and you already have these, you know, things established. Doesn't really matter. I mean, Mark and I, from the get-go, have never believed that kissing is cheating. Just in general, I don't think it is. Like, I'm just, I, like, if I'm drinking, I'm a lip whore. Like, I just like making out with people. It's fun. I do the same mean thing. I get make-out drunk. Yeah, I just like making out. Same. I Like, people tell me they've made out with me. And I've just forgotten. I'm like, oh, I mean, great. Sorry. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I don't think kissing's cheating at all. I don't, it just doesn't bother me. But that's me. Hmm. Yeah, and I think the first answer to all of these should be talk to your partner. Like, yeah. 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 All right. Here is question number two. Your partner has a <clears throat> Twitter. Ooh, a spicy <laughs> where Twitter. Where they post a spicy Twitter. And you happen across it, and, and it's still active. Is that cheating? Did they have it before you guys started dating? Oh, it doesn't say. Ooh, good question. But I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm probably gonna assume. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I'm assume. I'm, I'm, I would assume yes. That does change my opinion on it, though. Is whether it was before or after? Because if they've had it before me, I really can't. I don't have any say in it because we're dating. I have no say in what you do outside of that. So I don't think you can be mad. Right. I think you can be like surprised they didn't tell you but that's 
you know, something to address. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I do think it should have been mentioned, but I don't think it's like a a, a huge offense. At what point do you say my dick is online? I, you know right. what I, mean? I well, definitely. Here's the thing: is in that in that question, you said it's still active. It's still active. Yeah. So he, they are posting things now. Yeah. In my opinion, they've hidden from you at this point because if they're posting nudes of themselves online and you had no idea about it until you happened to come across it, that's that's really shady and that's a red flag for me. Yeah, I'd call it a red flag. I agree with that. So is it? I guess should we change it to is it cheating or not? Is is it disrespectful or not? Right. Like I mean, I wouldn't. Um, I guess that's the thing is cheating is only when boundaries have been like vocalized and set. Yeah. I think we have societal just standard boundaries like don't fall in love and fuck somebody else and lie to me about it. Like that's definitely cheating. Right. Uh, but yes. also there's like these little things that you communicate about. And I think that if I said to my partner, I'm not comfortable with you sharing your naked body to strangers or to other people, then that's a thing that you could, if they're doing it and there was no more conversation, then yes, it's cheating. Uh, I wouldn't say that to my partner personally. Like, I don't think that that's a big deal, but I would feel slighted if they didn't tell me they were doing that. Because like, I imagine like you happen across it and then you see like the, the comment section and they're like ooh you know like saying the things like I, I i think that i would block it and be like i just don't want to see it but if if that's what you want to do and it makes you happy then please by all means oh, for sure. but personally i don't want to see these other people i can't cuss i don't want to see these other people <laughs> commenting and like giving you all this attention because it like it makes me feel weird that's fair I think when it comes to cheating, regardless of the situation, it's whether there's deceit intended, whether you're trying to hide something from your partner or whether an established boundary has been crossed, like Tisha said. And I think any scenario, regardless of how far it goes uh, sexually or uh, flirtatiously, it's if you've crossed a line. And if you're doing it knowingly, you're just in the wrong. Yeah. There's no way around it. You can't make it. It doesn't matter what's happening. If you're intentionally deceiving your partner, you're in the wrong. Right. Right. And like me, I'm a very flirtatious person. Like I tell people their body looks amazing all the time. Like I love all of you as my friends. You know, I love the people in the discord and I tell them they look fucking hot or sexy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's just a part of my personality. And I know that in the past I've I've been told that that's cheating um, when it wasn't an established boundary before. I think it's it's all uh, very personal and uh, situational to your particular relationship and what boundaries you have set. All right. Yeah. We're going to do a lightning round. You are not allowed to say anything other than yes or no for this last Oh, my one. God. I love it. <laughs> oh, no okay. explanation. No explanation. Oh, oh no. So okay. your tongue is going to be bleeding. Mm-hmm. Is it cheating to hook up with someone else while you're on a break with your partner? No. No. This is just an episode of yes. Friends. <laughs> Katie <laughs> Yes or no Katie Not yes no or an episode of Friends <laughs> No And I will say Yes And that's where we're going to end it Great okay. <laughs> Yep we're just going to let we're that simmer let... as it is Cool let's... And move on to our episode Oh I want to talk Okay so <laughs> We are about to enter a dragon slayer is where we last left off, right? Yes. 
You learned in Cobalt City that there has been an issue with the miners not being able to mine any further. Five of them have perished due to a dragon. There's a lot of ore that's left over that they could not bring out. And without that, the miners have no job. The king isn't getting his expected metal. Town's basically shut down. So you've offered to assist by killing this dragon on your own accord. And I have warned you about that. So yeah. <laughs> before the episode ended, there were quite a few spells, a, little, a lot of buffing going on yes. beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> and so let's just go over that real quick before you guys decide how to approach this. I know Edith cast something to give temporary hit points. Mm-hmm. So and I actually had them listed here. Thank you, Katie. If you'd like. Yeah, no worries. So Edith cast Bless. So that means if you have an attack roll or a saving throw that you roll, um, you can add a d4 to it. Mm. Um, if it doesn't work, there's also motivational speech, which means that she would get plus five temp HP, advantage on wisdom saving throws, and if you're hit by an attack, you have an advantage on the next attack roll that you make. So if you get hit, you can hit back harder, potentially. Um, And then channel divinity aura of divinity. I haven't written everything down on that, but that's just a bonus action, I think, to take the dash action. It was channel divinity aura of fleet. Aura of fleet. Okay. Um, and just I wanted to clarify something. Um, in the past, this probably was done wrong. Um, so hopefully going forward, it will be fixed. Um, but when I rage, I get a plus three to uh, melee damage. That is already coded into all of the attacks that I make in D&D Beyond. So if you are a barbarian, just know that that scales up and down, whether or not you've indicated that you're raging. So I need to minus plus three when I'm not raging, essentially, is what that means. Um, ah. And then I have resistance to bludgeoning piercing and slashing damage so i don't think i've been doing this this is essentially to soak up damage i get half damage even if it's magical on slashing piercing and bludgeoning damage slashing piercing bludgeoning okay i get half so i need to remember that because that's why i'm a barbarian so i believe that is it that's like all the type of things that i can do with a dragon actually no exactly okay i am a little girl though that's good remember is everyone at full health at least yes. going into this? No. Wait, really? Remember, I gave five HP to our boat driver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and do you have any of those weird potions left? I have this perception potion. A third eye grows under my bottom lip. <laughs> cool. Interesting. And I gain advantage on perception rolls for 1d4 days. I feel like, you know what? I'm going to drink it. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I drink it, and my third eye opens underneath my finely sculpted, chiseled chin. Oh, Oh, perfect. You have a third eye now, and yeah, go ahead and roll for the number of days that you have this extra eye. For one day. Okay. Well, today's the day to have the extra eye, right? Right. You know, so um, can I perceive where this dragon is? I can just tell you. Yeah, I was about to say Humphrey. <laughs> we ended the episode with Humphrey saying exactly dead ahead is where the dragon is. Oh, yeah. Um, can I also... Uh, I'm, I'm going to camouflage my... I've already camouflaged myself, and I am going to hide. Okay. We should have found a, a lick, lich, lich somewhere to, like, raise one of us from the dead. Didn't you say that Edith has, like... She can't raise her own self. Okay. Oh... 
why don't we start off with a perception roll? I know it's probably pointless considering what Cleo just did, but let's at least roll it to see what it comes out to. 18. 23. Yeah. 12. I might pull out my physical dice for this, y'all. Like. I got a one. I got a dirty one. Ooh. <laughs> oh, Humphrey. A dirty one? You have a negative two perception. Oh, so you're negative. That's right. Rip. That's right. <laughs> It's also a negative two survival, so let that answer something. Okay. (laughs) Right. Um, So then in front of you, as you're going through, you're following the miner's path as instructed. You've reached inside the mine, and as the smell gets more putrid, the water gets a little bit greener and murkier. Centipedes and scorpions are going around on the ground. Everything seems fairly overgrown, too. The moss is overgrown. The plants were overgrown leading into the mine. Dank smell, but there's a gust of wind coming from outside ahead of you. As you look around the corner, this is where the miners last were. There's a huge hole in the wall leading to outside. It's basically just right off the sea where you're at. There's carts of ore, mining tools scattered on the ground, and you can see there's four melted figures kind of compiled together. It looks like it's the four melted miners have all congealed into one. So you've definitely reached the place where they were attacked. Uh, You don't have a dragon exactly in sight, but as Humphrey said, it is very close by. I think he said dead ahead, so it's at least near you, but you don't see a dragon at this point, and it's not moving to what Humphrey can tell. Cherry's gonna turn pale. Uh, I am going to stealthily get closer to the dragon. Were we going to try and talk to it first? Yes. And Edith's the only one not invisible right now or she, or only Florals is invisible? Oh, Edith is the only one that's not invisible because I used, whatchamacallit, I used my spell on Pass Without Trace. Pass Without Trace on Humphrey and Cherry. Jeepers. Oh, I think Jeepers. we can still super fuck up a stealth roll, No. You can. Um, oh, yeah, you can. We just have a plus 10. I mean, to you're going to have to roll really bad to do it, but. I mean, I have disadvantage on stealth. My cloak can make you invisible. Okay. Okay. Your cloak is an invisibility cloak? It is. That's right. But it just, it the, the invisibility disappears when I hit stuff, so I generally don't use it. <laughs> As florals, you, you walk around the corner to try and approach the dragon. You actually don't see a dragon in the room. Humphrey, if you were to point out where you feel the dragon is, it's leading directly to a wall. So it seems like the dragon is probably on the other side of that wall. Though it recently entered through the big-ass hole from the sea. Kind of flew in and interrupted the mining. So then I'm just going to walk around the wall. Can I walk around the wall sneakily? Can we do an arcana check? Does it feel like a magical barrier? Ah, no, it's actually, it's a it's a rock-ass wall. Why don't you do an investigation on the wall? Let's see if we can find a way through. Rock-ass wall. Yeah, rock-ass wall. <laughs> I have an advantage on investigation. And what is this? 16. <gasps> 15. Okay. You found a small area on the lower left-hand part of the wall that you might be able to crawl through. I mean, it's like a child size. If you can, like, army crawl through, you might be able to get through. But put your ear to it, and you can hear a a big, loud snoring sound coming from the other side. Can I ask my pigeons to go through it and see if there's, like, a switch or something on the other side? Oh, sure, absolutely. Is that an animal handling? Yeah, animal handling. Yes, please. Nat 20, baby. Nice. You must have grabbed your smartest pigeon. <laughs> His name's Anderson Cooper. 
I am dying. I love him. Oh. Well, Anderson Cooper will what, pigeon walk underneath the crawl space and look around on the other side. It's just instructed to do what you want it to do, right? It's not like you can see anything. Yeah, I mean, it's not magic. Yeah. It's just a regular fucking pigeon. <laughs> so we're just hoping for the best. And you can't, like, mind melt with it, <laughs> right? I don't think so. I don't have, like, a spell that lets me use its senses. Gotcha. Just me looking at the pigeon making hand symbols and praying. Can, like, scratch something out for you in the dirt. <laughs> There's no button to try and get you through. There is just, like, a crawl space you can crawl through it. If you can figure out a way for the pigeon to relay what it saw, I can tell you that. Humphrey's just cooing at it. I don't... He doesn't speak pigeon, and he doesn't understand pigeon, but he's putting on a good show. Great. You're just cooing back and forth. Can I Can I crawl through? Yeah, you absolutely can. Just make me one more stealth check, please. All right. So I have stealth plus like 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. So it's right. 20 plus 9, 29. Oh my gosh. Yeah, okay. So you can sneak into the Dragon Slayer. There is a gargantuan dragon sleeping in the middle of the room it's at least 26 feet long there is a nest behind it on the other wall with some eggs in it and then there is a cave opening on the other side of you so you are in the back part of the cave the dragon is between you and leaving the cave unless you crawl back through okay oh and there's scattered remains of the dragon's meals on the ground as well okay I am going to stealthily get up to the dragon, and I'm going oh. to pull out my daggers. Okay. And then I am going to... Just talk to it calmly and rationally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go directly for its eyes and gouge them out. Oh my god. What? And none of us could see this because he's on the other side of the wall? Nope. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right, why don't, you, why don't you roll an attack? Uh, to a sleeping dragon? This is pure assassination. I can't wait for you to miss this dragon. So you're going to be able to get one eye. You can't get both. They're too far apart. This dragon's skull is huge. Okay. I mean, if it's prone, like if it's laying on the floor, you'd get advantage on a melee attack. Right. I just want to make sure you don't like trip over yourself and the knife clangs on the ground and then the dragon wakes up and eats you. And then we all just leave. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it. (laughs) We tried. Okay. Uh, Were any of you following Cleo 3 or are you just letting Cleo do his thing? Uh, I'm not going yeah, through. Yeah, Edith is going to poke her head through to see what's going on. I just want to make sure. Um, yeah, All right, so go. I got a 25. <sighs> okay, go ahead and roll damage for a dagger. Oh, is this that special one that like... It sure is. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Um, I forgot you had that dagger. Okay, rip. yeah, game on. <laughs> Oh my gosh. 7 plus 63 is 70. 70 damage to the eye. Holy shit. Yeah, so I I just rip that uh, eye right out. Yeah, you can have that dragon's eye, that gooey dragon's eye. Uh, This will Uh. wake the dragon. What? I mean, it should. (laughs) How dare you wake up the dragon? Yeah, and Edith, you poke your head through just in time to see Cleo dig the dagger into the dragon's eyes and the huge beast get up on all fours and make a loud roar. Oh shit, can I summon my packed weapon? Yeah, go ahead, that's fine. Is it possible? 
you're gonna hold on a second because first this dragon's gonna make an attack on you because it's got a i'm considering this an an action by you so i'm letting it do a legendary action after yours okay goodness uh and so what it's going to do is make a quick tail attack on you just to try and knock you a little bit away from it uh, I should actually just grab real die. Yeah. Now we'll use. And then like you have like disadvantage because like you don't have death perception or right. <laughs> I think you just. I think it knows where it just got stabbed from though. Well, I mean, it, it got. Um, also, his attack is a plus fifteen, so it's gonna be real hard to miss you. Rip. Dragon gets a really cool. Uh, eye so that's a thirteen plus, plus 15, 15, 28. Oh, you said yeah. twenty eight. <laughs> yeah, twenty eight. Oh, yeah, barely missed. <laughs> <laughs> And then that's 2d8 plus 8. So 17 damage, okay. Cleo. Um, I get knocked away. And it's dark in this room, right? It is. It's, it's Aside from the light, yeah, it is dark in this room. Okay. It's not like pitch black. You don't have to have night vision in order to see through it, but it is just a dim room. Cool. So then my hiding in plain sight can work because I'm at a distance, right? Like how, how far does this dragon knock me back? I don't think it can do too much with the tail attack. It does more with the wing. So probably only like 5, 10 feet. Ooh, okay. Okay, Christopher. <laughs> How much damage was it again? 17? 17. Okay, 17. You all hear Edith say, what in the Sam Hill do you think you're doing? <laughs> and she flits through the little hole. Do you want to let... I mean, I think everyone understands now that this dragon is awake. So it's up to you guys how you want to handle it. But we are definitely in battle. So anyone that is in battle with me needs to roll initiative. Cherry is radiating anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) You're glowing. (laughs) And while you roll initiative, the listeners and I will head over to the gay agenda. Welcome to The Gay Agenda, the part in our show where we thank our patrons and talk about any updates we have going on in the show. And first, I get to thank our newest Patreon member, so thank you Chelsea Marie for becoming our newest pickle of our eye. Your merch pack is being assembled and will be sent soon. Enjoy everything on our Patreon until then. Speaking of the pickle of our eye tier on our Patreon, we had three of our pickles join us for our most recent Patreon episode, which was also released today. So if you are a Patreon member, you got two Roll Gay Roleplay episodes today. And of course, if you'd like to see what we have to offer, check out our Patreon at patreon.com backslash rollgayroleplay. You can also check out all of our links on our website, which is rollgayroleplay.com. As a reminder, last week I announced we're going to start highlighting some LGBTQ plus artists in the gay agenda. We already have a couple of artists lined up. We're going to start it next week. So if you're an artist in the LGBTQ plus community, please reach out. We would love to highlight your work. As a reminder, next week is our 100th episode, so we're going to step away from the curse storyline and just talk about Roll Gay Roleplay as a whole, our journey to 100. It was a really fun episode to record, I can't wait to share it with you guys, but before we do that, we've got a dragon battle to get to, and I love this episode. Let's get back to it. I rolled a dirty 20 for initiation. Okay. And got a 17. I got a 12, which is bad. That was advantage. And then... Cherry and Humphrey still have. Yeah, but I can't even get in there. Eat us in the hole now, like Can, through the hole. Did your pigeon not open the door? <laughs> I'm still trying to. We're talking it out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can squeeze through. It's just going to be an action of movement to get through you and Cherry. Oh, okay. Yeah. So at this point, we have uh, Cleo and Edith on one side of the wall, Cherry on Humphrey, and the pigeons on the other side, and the rats. Hum- uh, Cherry needs Humphrey to kick her so she can rage. Done. Uh, 
Excellent. I also ask all the pigeons to kick her. Thanks. Uh, yeah, you can rage outside of the... You're going to have to be a little girl to get through the wall, though. Okay. That hole is too big okay. for a wolf, but you can rage on the other side, regardless of who or what kicks you. Okay, perfect. Wow, how dare you? My pigeons are people, too. It's 2022. <laughs> <laughs> What's your initiative? Oh, right. I didn't think I was in this fight. You don't have to be. <laughs> Not 20 again. This website is broken. I got 23. Okay. Surprise round. Uh... <laughs> Edith? 17. Wow, so 12 was the low one. All right. Yeah. Well, Humphrey, we're starting the initiative with you. You are on the other side of the wall, uh, conversing with your pigeon. What would you like to do? Can I, I mean, just use all my movement to squeeze through this wall? Yeah, that's fine. And you'll see the same thing that Edith sees. Big ass dragon, bloody eye. How far away are we from the dragon? You guys are about 50 feet, and Cleo's, what, 15? 50 feet. 50 feet. I will uh, grab a gumdrop button off of my chest and bite it like a grenade. And then, do you bite grenades? Is that a thing you do? Yeah. Nice. Very mass for mass, like pulling out the the trigger. The pin. The pin. And then I chuck it. (laughs) That's basically me casting Eldritch Blast at this dragon. Cool. Very good. Ooh. That is a, that's a 12. No, that. Do we, do I add anything to this with all the things that we have? You can add a d4. I don't think that's Don't even worry about it. Can I use a luck point to reroll? Sure. If that's how luck works, yes. 13. Is that going to do it? No. No, no, no. Okay. Well, there goes that. You can also use your bonus action to dash. That's true. you You do have that. I think you have to use your full action to dash, don't you? I gave you a channel divinity or a fleet. Okay, I'll bonus action to move an extra 30 feet closer to this thing. Okay, that puts you 20 feet away then. Good. Um, Anything else you want to do? Yeah, I'm going to look at the rest of the group and say, dragon, uh, close. (laughs) 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 Okay, then Cleo, you are up. You are 15 feet away from the dragon. You just stabbed it. It just knocked you. Yeah, so I'm going to look at the dragon and say, we're not here to arm you. (laughs) And then... (laughs) As you're eating what? the eyeball off your knife. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I, um, you just did 70 damage. <laughs> Where are the eggs? Oh my god. <laughs> you're gonna fucking kill us all. I just wrote a letter to my grandma. I'm gonna be home soon. <laughs> just gotta murder all this dragon's eggs. <laughs> no, he's gonna keep one of them and raise it as a child oh. for experiments. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, uh, I immediately summon my fairy friend. I send my fairy friend discreetly over. Well, um, she can't be discreet because she's literally glowing pink. Um, Right. (laughs) I send her over to the uh, dragon eggs and she is going to destroy them. Okay, so we're not here to harm you. Hey, friend, go over there and kill the kids. (laughs) Um, well. That's the gist of the turn. I then look at everyone else and I say, I say, Emma, can be on instruction while we escape from the dragon's lair. Sorry, I'm just so scared. <laughs> I, I'm so confused as to why we're, what's happening. I thought we were going to talk to the dragon. Are we no, escaping? just run in here and then run away. <laughs> well, okay. I guess we're going to fight it, didn't um, well, let's not. I, I guess you gave us, you didn't give us a whole lot of choice. I'm not sure what we're going to accomplish here. I guess we could just run. Did you grab something or something? What? What's? Are we holding it as a hostage? Are we going to leave and then wait for it to fall asleep and come back? 
and take out its other eye. That's the plan. Yes. No, we're going to leave and then it's going to go on a murderous rampage because we attack them in their home. Okay. I want, I do not want Emma to destroy the Tragnags. I want Emma to hold them hostage. And I am, want to, I want to give, I want to gain leverage over this dragon and let it like, these are all tactics that I'm using so that I can have like advantage on intimidation. And I want to intimidate the dragon to stop attacking the villagers or I will finish that dragon off. I'm going to sound really fucking stupid. Who is Emma? Emma is my fairy friend. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. It's <laughs> because um, we're used to hearing Emma. <laughs> Emma. Emma. <laughs> Emma. <laughs> yeah. So I look at the dragon I, and I'm going to use my action. This is my action. I'm going to use my a- action to intimidate the dragon and say, Mr. Uh, Black Dragon, I have already taken your eye. And if you would like to see the birth of your children, I really do believe it is time for you to uh, leave this place with your babies and never come back again so that the people of this of this area can begin mining um, because they are in a place of turmoil and you are ruining their lives and as I do that I stab my other knife into the eyeball that I have Jesus Christ <laughs> just as a power play yeah this is pure intimidation okay uh, go ahead roll intimidation 16 plus 6 is 22. Is there something that I could do in terms of, like, dashing over, transforming, looking really scary and, like, rabid, like, (laughs) this rabid dog's gonna eat your children? (laughs) At the end of the order, yeah. Okay, yeah, because I don't go 12. Because, yeah, because, like, Emma's already over there, and Emma, and I, yeah, and I show, I point to Emma, and Emma has her sword ready to destroy these uh, dragon eggs. How big are the dragon eggs? Five feet tall. That makes sense for a dragon egg. Yeah, all you need, all I need to do is like crack it and pretty much like crack it. That's all I got to do. How much is a how much is a baby length compared to a person length? Depends on this creature. Uh, most babies oh, no. are like five to twelve inches, right? How so, big is a human egg? Oh my god! Lizard no, baby to adult ratio. Most babies yeah. are like twelve to twenty-two inches. So like. Yeah, so a five-foot egg would make sense for a 26-foot dragon. Yeah, like that's a, true. And they'd be soft eggs because they're lizards. Ah, hey. Okay, yeah, that makes it even better. Uh, so I say, if uh, if you would like to see the birth of your children, um, and I point to Emma, I say, please leave this place, and we will pretend that none of this ever happened. If you do not, then I will take your other eye. <laughs> Where are we telling it to go? <laughs> I don't know. Just leave. Hmm. <laughs> gonna leave and go to town and i say and also remember that you crossed the king and we are the king's messengers oh my god we're impersonating an officer yes a cab <laughs> so maybe you wow. should take out your rage on the king who sent us here i'm losing my mind we're trying to get the dragon to not be aggressive towards the town people uh, the dragon will say to you you've invaded my nest I left you alone until you approached me. My eggs will hatch. You do not need to be making all that noise on my lair. They were breaking in, I stopped them. Now you are breaking in and I will stop you. Does your stopping have to always result in death because there are plenty of dead people due to your actions? I killed no one until you came to my lair. You think a warning would not be death? That was my warning. Well, and I look over at Emma and I say, and your warning is right here. And Emma, I command Emma to destroy one of the eggs. Oh my God. Oh, shit. Does Emma have an initiative or? 
Who's that's my, yeah, it was my question oh. too. I think Humphrey's like panic looking back at the other two, like who the fuck are we partners? In with? a combat, the creature shares your initiative count. And it takes its turn immediately after you. So yeah, I, my turn was talking, and now Emma's about to destroy the egg. Okay, I'll put Emma there, just so I remember. Emma's going to destroy one of the eggs, yes? Yes. <sighs> Great. There were four eggs there total. There are now three. Uh, one of them is just a pooly mess of reptile embryo. I thought you were a Republican, and now you're all about abortion, huh? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm about saving the townsfolk and letting these miners oh. mine. And this dragon is evil and is trying to act like it was just defending its land. No, you weren't. <laughs> oh my god, I hate <laughs> you so much. <laughs> <laughs> dragon stand its ground. <laughs> so that's Emma's turn then, right? And then Emma is going to move over to the next egg. Great. Jesus Christ. Uh, does the dragon say anything? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> if you were, <laughs> you are actively causing violence and being like, stop it or else I'll do it again. And then I'll do it again. And I'm going to do it again just to show you I'm telling the truth. How many eggs are there? Just three whole and one scrambled. Oh. No, then the dragon's not going to say anything. We're just going to move on to the next turn, which is the lair. I'm going to take a lair action now. Oh, because French toast. Mm-hmm. Oh, which one? Which one? Which one? The one killing its eggs. I need Humphrey and Cleo to make constitution saving throws, please. Oh, I thought you were going to attack Emma. Mm -mm. Uh, Is this poison or acid? Because I have resistance to those. No, it is neither. Oh, I rolled an eight. (laughs) Okay, I rolled a six. (laughs) I'd like to use another luck point, please. Uh, Do I have luck points? (laughs) Oh my god, please. Oh my god, it got worse. Oh man, uh, fuck. You also have a plus D4. It's because I yelled at the game for giving me two nat 20s. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even a high DC this time. The rest of them will be, but this one wasn't. Um, so. Is this an egg? A 20 foot sphere of cloudy, swarming insects is shot towards you. The insects start immediately attacking you on all fronts. And you both take. It's 3d10 piercing damage, which is 20. Don't forget your 5 HP. Oh, yeah, that's gone. That was gone the first time. (laughs) So you have, uh, yeah, so 20 damage, and then the swarm of insects is going to stay there and surround you. It is 20 feet wide, so it's getting both of you at once. And it will continue to do so until you move out of the way. That's fair. That's my layer action, but now it's Big Baddie Dragon who's up. <laughs> and luckily, Edith is in a line with the other two of you, so I'm going to need all three of you to make dexterity saving throws. Ooh. Yes. Oh, gosh. And the Undertaker's theme music starts playing. Oh, wait, does that include does Humphrey? Does the pass without a trace work yes. on that? Oh, I'm sorry. Everyone but Cherry. Okay. What kind of save is it? Dexterity. Dexterity. 19. Edith got a 4. And Cleo got a 10. Those all fail. A 19 fails? Yeah, DC 22. Oh my god. We need to leave. Yeah, I'm leaving. If I survive this, I'm leaving. I don't think you're leaving, guys. I think I'm leaving. We all have actions to leave. (laughs) So since you have resistance to acid, Humphrey, remember that in this roll. Okay. Well, I'm dead, probably. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, oh. 13. My God, is this a TPK? 14, 
15. The damage is 15 D8 acid damage. Oh, I'm gonna feel God. <laughs> yeah, the dragon exhales acid in a 90 foot line at all three of you. 90 foot um, Since you all failed, I'm gonna roll 15 D8 now. And Humphrey, this will be halved for you since you have resistance. So it's 65 damage to Cleo and Edith and 32 damage to Humphrey. Yeah, Cleo's dead. And not dead, dead, right? Just unconscious? I was at 32. My max health is 65, 64. And I was at 32 damage. Okay, so you're just out. You're not dead. So it literally took away half of your hit yeah. points. Um, yeah, I have a failure success thing. But I mean, also, that was acid. It was. So. Oh, and I need to roll a d6 to see if that recharges. Hang on. <sighs> Cherry has shit herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Humphrey's throwing up icing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I rolled a six. It did recharge. Good luck, everyone. Oh, my God. Fuck! (laughs) In my last words, I say, run. (laughs) (laughs) That is the dragon's turn. Edith, you're up. How are you looking after that? Uh, I mean, pretty bad. Not dead, though. Pretty bad. Um, But not dead. Any chance you have a a mass healing or... Well, she's going to say... She's going to look to Humphrey... And say, can you get out of here, Bubba? Oh, I have a feeling I know what's about to happen. Yeah, I'll be fine. But I can't I can't bring florals with me. That's fine. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here as, as soon as possible. And she looks to Cherry and she says, heed florals advice. Make sure, make sure Humphrey's safe. And she runs over to Floral's gross body and cast dimension door i thought you were gonna bring cherry with you no cherry's still in uh in cherry's still invisible. invisible yeah but i thought we we're just abandoning you to die here <laughs> <laughs> you went crazy stabbed a dragon in the eye and murdered its child yeah well we're gonna have a diplomatic peaceful conversation i stab <laughs> you should have stabbed its mouth <laughs> and as she picks up uh, florals to walk through the door because she she used her bonus action to dash to get over there. Yes, and she I, has yeah she has thirty five movement speed anyway. She looks at the dragon and says, "I'm sorry about this. I, I thought we were coming here to talk to you to see if we could find you a different place to stay. We won't be the last people coming. I promise. Can you find somewhere else to go? Save the rest of your children." And she hops through the door. Okay. I don't think there's a roll you need to make for that, right? You two can just go through. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're not in melee range, so no opportunity attack then. Okay. Edith, uh, with Cleo in hand, goes through the dimension door, and I'm guessing you're just making it to the other side of the cave where Cherry's at? Yeah. Okay. Cleo's still unconscious and a a little, you know, singed skin smell. Hmm. Are we out of combat over here on our side? Well, for now. Yeah. Uh, But first... (laughs) Um, since you just took a turn, the dragon's going to take a legendary action, and there's only one person in front of him. Oh, my God. Who? Fudge. Humphrey. Oh, no. <sighs> yeah. Even though I didn't do anything? Yeah. Even though you didn't do anything. I didn't attack or anything? <laughs> <laughs> this dragon got 70 damage by a stab in the eye. It's not going to play nice today. There could have been a conversation. It stopped happening the second its eyeball went away. I can't believe you did that. So I'm going to make a tail attack on Humphrey which is a plus 15 to hit. 18 plus 15, 33. Oh, yeah, that hits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then it's 2d8 plus 8 
bludgeoning damage. I rolled nine, so 15 damage, Humphrey. Okay, we're still standing. Whew. Cherry, if there's anything you can do from the other side, now's your chance. It is your turn. If you want to do something for either Cleo or Edith on your end or Humphrey on the other side, or you can just skip your turn. It will go to Humphrey. In order to take a reaction, I have to have my bonus action still, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I used it to move closer because I'm an idiot. So. (laughs) Okay. So what I think Cherry is going to do is Cherry is just going to like scoop up Humphrey and bolt. She's not going to attack. Like. I don't think you can reach Humphrey from where you're at. You're on the other side still. I'm 30 feet closer to. Oh, wait. You didn't crawl through? No, No, she she crawled through, I thought. No, I crawled through. Did you? Mm-hmm. Okay, my bad. So you're, so you're, oh, well, then you should have taken that damage too, then, Cherry. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, I crawled through. So how much damage was it? Roll me a dexterity saving throw, and then I'll tell you. Uh, advantage on dex against effects that I can see. You see this coming for sure. Oh, that acid. You had a 22. 22 meets, so you actually saved. So you would take 32 damage, and I believe you're resistant to uh, acid as well, aren't you? One second, actually, because I am a halfling. Yeah, I think. Acid or poison? Uh, poison. Okay. Then 32 damage is what you would take. Okay. So you're trying to get to Humphrey. Yeah. So you can get there if you use dash as your bonus action and your movement. Okay. He's still standing. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna fucking bum rush as soon as my turn comes. So if you're coming to me and you won't be able to also leave, that's not going to be great. Okay. Can Cherry, like, make that assessment? Sorry. Like, are you visibly still able to, like, you're not like a, a skeleton that's like I think Humphrey's Humphrey's still like hands on his knees but holding a hand out towards the door to be like don't come over here oh okay then yeah if there's no one that I can pick up and like carry towards the door like if there's no need for me to do that then yeah I'm just booking it okay she's gonna yell this is a terrible idea (laughs) yes you can uh, be on the other side with Cleo and Edith now then and that yeah and she's gonna start crying sorry oh it's just the smell of burned flesh, like Floral's like dead corpse. She saw a huge dragon whose eyes were like someone kill some eggs. Would that is that taking an action though? So would there be another layer action? Uh, well, there'd be another legendary action. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yes, yes. So I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and make another. Okay. You know what? Actually, this time, why don't you make me a dexterity saving throw, Humphrey? Oh, great, I would love to. Cool. I got a nat one. I'm gonna use my last lucky point to reroll that. <laughs> Yep. Uh, 16. Probably still not good enough. No, it's not. No, no. The dragon goes up onto its back legs and lifts up its wings and makes a wing attack on you. Since you failed, you're going to take 2d6 plus 8 bludgeoning damage. And you are knocked prone now. Uh, shit. So that's 15 bludgeoning damage and you are knocked prone. Okay, we're still standing. Barely, but we're still up. But you're not... Well, you're knocked prone. You're prone. Well, we're still down, but... Up, but down. Well, it's your turn, Humphrey. What can you do? Okay, we're going to. Ooh. This is a terrible idea. <laughs> and it costs, I think, half your movement to get up. Is that? Mm-hmm. How yes. far away am I from the wall? This is gonna fucking suck. Forty-five feet. You're a ways. Remember that you also have the bonus action to dash. Yeah, I have a plan for my bonus action. Yeah, so you're forty-five feet. I'm going to get up i'm going to use my action to dash so that's i can move 15 feet towards the door with my actual movement and then i use my action to move another 30 feet towards the door so 45 
Okay. Am I able to get through the hole in the wall with that? I mean, at least halfway. Okay. I'm going to use a psionic die. This is the first time I'm using my Psy Warrior stuff. Cool. So I'm going to call upon the power of the fairy godmother. I'm going to say, now I know you you give and you take away, but right now I'm going to need you to give a little bit. And I'm going to expend one of my die to add 60 feet of flying speed to myself. And these (gasps) large kind of fey-ish pink wings burst out of my back and I can shoot forward an, an additional 60 feet. Very cool. So you shoot out the other side of the hole with wings. <laughs> or flying, I guess. I'm also going to use an action surge. And, uh... Oh, can I use my... If I use an action surge, can I use that action as a dash? Oh. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to give myself another 30 feet of running. So, ran like 45 feet. Fucking shot like a bullet with these wings an additional 60 feet. And then dropped to the floor and started running again for another 30. <laughs> Okay, you are well deep into the mine now. You are trying to get your way out of there. That's perfect. Edith, uh, Cherry, you just see... (laughs) There's a trail of frosting as I fly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you've made it out of the dragon's lair, so the uh, lair doesn't get to take an action anymore. So you did save that. And from the other side of the wall, you hear a loud stomping noise, and the ground rumbles around you. So we need to keep running. Yeah. Did you think this was going to end as soon as we got to the other side of the wall? I just don't the understand getting why. Out somehow. I don't understand why the dragon is so mad. I just don't understand. <laughs> I don't see why the dragon is so mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember where the miners were attacked, there is a big hole leading outside. So three of you are very close to that area. Humphrey is already trying to make his way out of there. So yeah, Edith, it's your turn. Well, I'm surprised Edith is anywhere near here. Doesn't Dimension Door shoot you like 300 feet? It shoots you 500 feet. Up to 500 feet. Wherever Edith wanted to be then. I thought it was just on the other side of the wall, but I guess you tell me where you went. Yeah, she would have wanted... Uh, I think I asked this in our last session where the best place to go would be, and it was going to be the other side of the layer, just 300 feet away. Because you said it was 300 feet that way. Going towards Cobalt City or going towards that like steeple area? I forget what it's called. I didn't pull the map up. Juniper Steeple. Okay. I think that I said to go up north to Cobalt City just yeah. because there's more people up there. So you can shoot yourself and Cleo back up towards Cobalt if you'd like. Yes. Okay. Then Cherry, you were the only one that felt the ground shake and you've been left in the cave alone. And you cannot be seen. Mm, that's right. So Edith and Cleo are out of combat. And actually, let's go to Edith and Cleo here. Edith, what do you do with Cleo? You've, you're outside of Cobalt City. You aren't quite in the city yet but you've made it well past out of the mines. Uh, you and a very unconscious Cleo. Do you want to make some, do you want me to make some death saving? Oh, I would love a death saving throw. Okay. At least one. Oh, this makes me so depressed. How do we do it again? What is Just, it? A Just a d20. It's a d20 and 10 and up is a save. Nine and oh, below is a fail. <laughs> oh, and that one is two fails, I think. Yeah, it Yes, is. and that one is two fails, you're right. I rolled a natural one. Yikes. <laughs> two fails. Two two fails. Edith, you can tell Cleo is on the brink of death. Is there anything you can do to help him? How so I guess how the question is how is death working here? So he's obviously unconscious and not dead right now. Correct. Okay. But he's fading. 
<laughs> he is fading. So if you don't heal or stabilize him, he needs to make a new character. Mm-hmm. Right, so is there a way that you can heal or stabilize him? Otherwise, you're just carrying a corpse with you, like a weird rag doll. <laughs> it's Eve. <laughs> she slaps Cleo oh. <laughs> and says, Captain Hottie Pants always just running in, doing, you know, mad things. You think you deserve this after what you did? Nah, technically that slap is an attack, which is a, an automatic fail. So you kill Cleo. <laughs> Killed Cleo. I, well, okay, I kill him so I can use Revivify. <laughs> I slap him. No, don't use Revivify. Just heal. Oh, my God. No, too late. No, it. isn't I'm that a higher level slap? You oh my God. said it. You said it. I was a joke. This is a comedy podcast. <laughs> I just, so you I, kill I, get Cleo. All, I get all my aggression out. You, You're just slapping the mess out of Cleo. Yeah, I slapped him a couple times. Lily Pilly, Sunbeam, Mother Starshine. And then use Revivify. And he is uh, returned to life with one hit point. It can't restore any missing body parts. Oh, should have taken something with me. Uh, well, then Cleo, you can wake up coughing up blood, skin still feeling quite singed and smelling pretty bad. Edith sitting on top of him, straddling him, because that's how she was slapping him. <laughs> Say, oh, no, oh, no, the dragon. Did we slay the dragon? No, buddy. We did not. <laughs> well, then- I thought we were going there to talk to the dragon, and you got everyone almost killed. You better hope that Humphrey's still alive. You better hope he made it out of there, because I had to save your lily behind, because you were basically dead. You were dead. I brought you back to life. I hope you know that. Aside from, like, the singed skin, <laughs> Florals in Spring feels his face, and his face is, like, bruised <laughs> from the slaps. <laughs> That's a healing text. Just... That one's for me, okay? Just so you know that, I want you to be very aware that I slapped you to death and brought you back to life. And just know that I could do it again. I can't believe you stole my kill. <laughs> So, um, I say, <laughs> I say, Will, um, what we need to do is we need to go back to town. I need to rest up and acquire some clothing and then we'll yeah. get the other eye tomorrow. Edith stands up and offers Florals her hand to help him up. Am I able to walk? <laughs> you might want to cast a wheelbarrow arrow <laughs> okay. um, i mean edith is bigger than cleo though so maybe yeah she'll arm over the shoulder yeah she'll arm up the shoulder and floral weighs like 70 pounds <laughs> <laughs> okay well then the two of you not knowing what happened to your compatriots uh can start hobbling your way back to town so cherry you're currently invisible i believe right yeah so cherry as you so you see humphrey fly by you you are alone on one side of the cave, the opposite of where the dragon's lair is. And even though you're invisible, you can see that the dragon lands on the ledge of the wall that it just broke through. Okay. So the dragon is there looking around. She's going to whisper and be like, we need to get out of here. Humphrey's very you're far away from you. Alone. Yeah, hum- hum- you're alone. They left you. They left you. Yeah, I think Humphrey is 90, f- no, more than that away from you. Do I also it have a good trace on me? Does that disappear when Theo, Theo, Cleo, when Cleo dies? Yeah, I think anything that Cleo did to you would go away after. 
Cleo's death, and Cleo did die, so. Okay, yeah, no, I am going to activate the invisibility feature in my cloak. Smart. Yeah, I have an action to cast the invisibility spell. Okay, so okay. that makes you invisible unless you make an attack or... Why did we not I... buy health potions or anything? I, what, you're the adults? <laughs> <laughs> How much bread, do you have any healing bread in your bag? No, I just have bread. I don't have healing bread. I'm afraid to touch my bag. I mean, bread kind of heals me. Is that... <laughs> Can we cannon that? I want to eat some fucking bread. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I like that. Yeah, it's just uh, I just turn invisible until the spell ends. Okay. So an hour. Okay, so that doesn't give me any advantage on, like, dexterity or whatever, but, like, I am just going to move as fast as I can away from this dragon. And I'm just going to be like, if I can make eye contact with Humphrey and if he can see me, I'm going to be like, making, you need to get out of here. We need to leave motions. Do you need help? <laughs> yeah, one of Humphrey's right, gingerbread legs is broken off. He's been running on one foot this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then you can be invisible and you can just, I don't know, slowly make your way out of there. Yeah, because how far away is that dragon? I mean, it's not far from you. Um, I'm... I'm moving as far away as possible. Like, yeah. exactly the opposite direction. You could probably, your movement times two, if you use your bonus action to take the dash action. Yeah. I am also a lot faster. Um, so I move like 35 feet at least. So yeah, like I'm scooching away. Okay. And then using that bonus action. Great. Here's what we'll do. Humphrey, you're up next. Cherry, you're making your way out of there. The dragon is still in your sight but you are slowly and stealthily trying to get away. Humphrey, you're a ways ahead of her, but far behind Edith and Cleo. What would you like to do at this point? Do we, I mean, we kind of agreed upon a, an evacuation point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Cobalt City is where you were going. Let me look at this map. Oh, that's not close. Okay, uh, I'm gonna kind of repeat the last turn. I'm gonna dash with my action, use all my movement, so that's 60 feet. And then okay. I'm going to use another psychic energy die to fucking wing me an additional 60 feet further. Okay. So another 90 feet. And I'm going to attempt to, like, hide. Can I, can I take, like, a hide? I mean, at that point, you're, you've moved almost 200 feet away from this lair. So I'd say you can even make it out of the mine from there. Yeah, Humphrey's, like, not even looking back. He has full uh, confidence that Cherry can just wolf out and book it right humphrey's just trying okay. to make it back to edith at this point i gotcha all right on that note cherry i know you're invisible but this dragon's really mad and is just going to be attacking anything okay uh so it's going to take a layer action the same one it did when it got the first miners and i need you to make a strength saving throw cherry okay perfect i'm pretty sure i have advantage on those yep i'm not raging Okay, 19, plus four, plus four, plus four. <laughs> so 23? Plus no, a plus D4. three, yeah, a D4 plus, uh, so that's 22. That saves? Yes. A pool of water rushes into the cave. Um, it just goes at your feet, Cherry. You don't mm -hmm. get knocked over. You don't get pulled back into the water either. Yeah, and you know what? The dragon's going to make a perception check really quick to see whether or not it noticed that water hit where your feet were standing. Mm, 
<laughs> Cherry's quiet crying. Really ugly. I was going to say, Edith, after sh- uh, she got those two at the end, she would be heading back to find Cherry. Can you? How many spell slots okay. do you have? Can you Dimension Door again? Uh, I can Dimension Door again. You probably wouldn't know where to, though. Right. Probably just the uh, ha- at least probably three quarters of the way towards Cobalt City. I would, or away from Cobalt City towards where she okay. knew that Cherry was left. We can have you make it to like the beginning of where the mine is then. Yeah. Like right outside the mine. Yeah, right outside the mine. She would have okay. used Healing Word on herself. Um, as well so as a bonus action okay good um the dragon uh using its legendary action of detect was able to make a perception check and yeah cherry just roll me a stealth check real quick let's see if you can beat this dragon's perception check you got this cherry i know do i have anything um advantage Oh, I don't know that I should have had you roll this. I'm sorry. The dragon has a plus 16 to perception, and it rolled an 18. So it's a 34 perception. I'm probably not going to beat that no matter what I do. Can you, do. like, throw a rock in your or a piece of bread in your pocket and make it splash somewhere else? That's a good idea. Because you're still invisible, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can I do that, Chris? I've got a really tasty little sausage roll. <laughs> you... It just smells oh. like... <laughs> goodness all right sure you want to throw it you want to try and distract it throw it somewhere else yeah i'm gonna like crack it open a little bit and then i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna crack it open and then toss it i'm just going to toss it okay like away from me and away from humphrey oh humphrey's gone it is you in this cave with this dragon it is a one-on-one battle right now little girl (laughs) (laughs) the one thing you said you wouldn't do Hi, Grandma. I'm doing okay. I'm just going on a great big adult adventure with my adult friends who said that they would keep me safe. (laughs) You're still safe, honey. (laughs) Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have the dragon make one final attack, and it's going to shoot its acid breath one more time in this cave. Okay. Cherry, with where you threw the sausage roll. Yep. I'm going to have you roll two rolls for me, okay? Okay. I'm going to have you roll a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Which, go ahead and roll that first. Okay, so I have advantage on dex effects that I can see. Fuck, I rolled a nat one and a six, so it was a nine. (sighs) Okay. And then I'll need you to roll an athletics check, please. Okay. (sighs) Thankfully, I am much better at that. 22. Okay. The dragon is going to see where... There's something moving in the water. Hear something move elsewhere in the water. As the water recedes out of the cave, the dragon's going to shoot its fire breath towards where it thinks you are. I am. Yeah, so Edith, from outside the cave, you hear one big roar and the exact same sound when the acid hits you. That big wet noise coming from the dragon's mouth. You hear it echo through the cave. You hear a loud scream from Cherry. And that's where we'll end the episode. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Is Cherry... Did that kill Cherry? I it might have, have like 78 hit points left. Oh, oh girl. You're geez. fucking fine. So it probably won't. But you said I would be okay, and I was the only person in the room. <laughs> 
with a blinded, like, mother homicidal. You're doing fine. I mean, I took fucking three legendary actions in a row while all of you guys escaped. So chill. I know. Did I have two health? Did I really escape, though? (laughs) Why can't the dragon tell I'm baby? We'll find out next week if Cherry survived this final acid breath or if we're going to have to find a new child to save. Oh, no. (laughs) Actually, this podcast is centered around killing Cherry's family, so... So, fun for me. Realm's worst child protector. (laughs) Yeah. Just before we go, I would like to let you guys know that the dragon still had about 300 hit points left. Great. I'm so happy to hear that it's doing fantastic. Yep. Living its best life. Bad eye, but that's about it. So, yeah, tune in next week and we'll find out Cherry's fate. I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade or on Twitter at Chris the DM. I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one Tish, the number one. I'm Brandon. You can find me on TikTok at Blue Cotton Candy Cosplay. Hi, I'm Katie, and I was killed by a dragon online, so you can't find me. <laughs> If you die in TNT, you die in real life. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm the reason they're all mad. <laughs> I, you can find me at the actual audacity of this kid. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Eugene underscore J90 and on Tic Tac at Groundbreaking33. See you next week for our 100th episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 That's so exciting, 100. First character death at 100. (laughs) An RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsanti.